Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to Cryptids of the Corn. Each week, Justin and Jay take a look at a topic in the crypto and paranormal world. They focus on the Midwest and Appalachia of the U.S., but sometimes they venture out. With everything from well-known monster sightings to one-off cryptids, live person interviews to actual fieldwork sneaking in some science lessons, there's sure to be something you'll enjoy. Please join us this episode of Cryptids of the Corn. Hello, hello. It's us again. It's Justin. And it's Jay. And this episode of Cryptids of the Corn is something a little different. We're going to introduce a new segment. Uh, We haven't named it quite yet. But it's basically the Cryptid Game Show. Um, And we're going to start playing this game with some uh, guests we're going to have on and stuff like that. So this is kind of going to be like the pilot episode of the game, so at least people understand. The format, uh, what we're yeah. going for. So the basic setup of the game is each of us have three cryptids. We have about a little bit of about a page about all each of the cryptids. And two of them are real cryptids. It doesn't mean that they have to be a real animal or something. It could be a folklore thing. You know, or you know, myth and legend thing—a real myth, legend, folklore, or cryptid. Uh, and and then we'll have two of those, and then a fake one—the one we have completely made up, a hundred percent. The third one's all from our own imagination. Yeah. And so we're going to take turns reading off, and then at the end, we're going to kind of pick apart each other's thing and guess which one yeah. is the hoax. Yeah. So the whole point is figuring out which one is the one we made up, and. I don't know. We'll see if this works, how well this works, um, who's better at it, that kind of thing. Uh, so the basic rules, it has to be a North American cryptid or folklore uh, creature. Uh, what was the other rules we had? Um, no creepypasta. Yep, no cre- Yep, that was one. Um, there was one more rule we had when making this. Didn't you write this down? I did, but I don't have the paper. <laughs> uh, so basically, it has to be authentic like no creepypasta not just found on the internet somewhere it has to have some backing to it yeah so that's that's pretty much the basis of the rule and we said north america because you could pick some like vietnam the vietnam for example and pick one of their cryptids and it sounds just as creepy like there's a creature i think it's in vietnam that's called the 
we're not going to get into it too much because we'll lose our explicit or non-explicit rating. But it's called the Dong Wrangler. Oh. And sounds not like the my, money. Sounds like my kind of cryptid. But that's real. That's like 500 years of folklore. That's not one of mine. Yeah. So, it's the Maryland Dong Wrangler. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so, that's kind of the format. Um, what do you have to say about it, Jay? I, mean, I think this is going to be fun. Do you I, think you're going to be able to stump me? I think I'll stump you. Do you think I'll be able to stump you? Not a chance. You think you're going to pick out mine pretty good? Oh, yeah. All right. Well, why don't you go first? Oh, I'm starting? Yeah. All right. So I'm going to start off. Okay, you ready? Mm -hmm. Real or not real? We're going to start off with this screaming. We're, we're not going to give our opinions to the end. Right, correct. Okay. I, I'm just, you know, I got a yeah. paper. Do you need a paper to write down questions? I'm going to ask you questions about these things. Um, I'm just going to take notes right here on my phone. Okay, just making sure. Go um, on. Okay, starting. The Screamy Mimi Bridge. Now, the This doesn't sound like a cryptid. So the scream... Well, the, it's a cryptid... It's a cryptid, like, folklore Well, story. okay. So, I will get to it. The Screamy Mimi Bridge. Um, stories start back in the 60s and 70s, 1960s, 70s. So mm -hmm. it's, it's a recent thing. But what they say is... Uh, Supposedly the story of a girl that died there, tragically. Um, the story is always different, a little bit, here and there. Some variations, I'll explain those. Because it's made up. Well, um, the story <laughs> here... I'm trying to get Jada cracked. Is, uh, they, um, the story is, girl died there. And now, if you take your car there, you park on top of this bridge. You're supposed to kill the engine. Um, but you're supposed to flash the headlights three times, honk the horns three times. You yell out the window. You roll your window down. You yell out, "Screamy Mimi!" You yell this out. Supposedly, you see eyes. You, first, your car battery will die. All the electronics get cut. But then you'll see eyes come up from the uh, woods, and then you'll hear uh, like a blood curdling scream out in the woods. That's one account. There, I've also heard another account of hands coming up on the side of the bridge, like dark, shadowy hands. Also. A motorcycle creaming towards you and just zooming by or when you're driving away from the bridge you see headlights following you but when you t in your mirror but when you turn around to look there's nothing there um, and then recently also on this bridge there was a story of kids hanging piano wire across it and a motorcyclist taking off or driving down the street hitting it decapitating him and I think that's where this motorcycle story comes in, people seeing that. But that's a different story, nothing have to do with the girl, but it's the bridge itself might be its own little cryptid haunted thing. Um, and that's the Screamy Mimi Bridge. All right. Comments. Yes. This sounds like a hodgepodge of every frickin' crybaby bridge type thing. And the motorcycle you were just talking about with a different bridge the other week, last week. Was this true? Yeah. So. Oh, no, that wasn't a bridge. That was just a, actually, a, a road. Just a road. Yeah. Just a road. On a stretch of road. So it sounds like a hodgepodge of everything. And I was not aware we were doing paranormal stuff, too. Well, it's in the woo. It's very, uh. I'm not excited about you cheating. Okay, well. It's, it's in the woo. It's okay. paranormally... Are your others paranormal or are they cryptids? Cryptids. Okay. But this is just 
Well, that's my first comment. Is All right. I didn't realize we were cheating right off the gate. <laughs> well, it's parent. It's cryptic. next week. Next time we play this game, none of mine will be real, and I will watch you sit there and struggle. All right. Or all of them will be real, so I can say you're wrong no matter <laughs> yeah, what yeah. you pick. That I'll never mind. Okay, no, go, go on. on. Do you nope. have anything? I just, I, just, I like to make comments. No, that's about um. It's about it for the screaming Mimi? Yep, for the screaming Mimi. Where'd the name come from? So, supposedly the girl... What was her name? Mimi. Mimi? Yes. Okay. She is the Mimi. She's the screaming Mimi. Is it screamy or scream? So, I've heard screaming Mimi. Screaming I-N-G. But I've also heard screamy As Mimi. in why? Yes. Okay. I couldn't quite tell, with, and so I was just curious about yep. that. Mimi. How do you spell Mimi? I, know, I, it's, I know it is an old name, I just... M-I-M-I. Okay. All right, so I'll let you pick my neck. My so th- that was Jay's first one, and now it's going to be out of my, one out of my three. Oh, so. and I forgot to mention. Oh, go ahead. All of mine are going to be in Ohio. All of mine are Ohio related. So oh, yeah, where was that? Um, that in Ohio. I can't tell you. <laughs> I can't tell you where it's in. Jay slipped up yesterday and, and I told t- me one of his real ones was in yes. Tiffin. Tiffin, Ohio. And I promised, I swore I wouldn't look into it, and I didn't. So I can't tell you. But I can't. Well, I was trying to trip him up there. Yeah, he, he almost like, did. And I almost said where this one's from. Because I have where all each of these are from, but I had to reduce it. That's why I'm making the note now, because I forgot to write that down. All, right. all of mine are in Ohio, but I'm not telling you specifically where. All right, so do you want me to do first, second, or third? Your pick. First. To me, the, the friggin' first. order doesn't matter. All right. So this one is the Squonk. Uh, Lip Croup. Oh my gosh. I hate scientific names. Lycrimopius Denisovius, but not like Denisovius, it's spelled like Dissolve. Okay. Uh, I, uh, but it looks like it's pronounced similar. Uh, this is a mythical creature uh, reported to live in the hemlock forest of northern Pennsylvania. Legends of the Squonk, uh, most likely oriented in the late 19th century, at the height of the Pennsylvania's importance in the timber industry. So... This is a creature that lived in the Hemlock Forest. It was reported by the, basically the Lumberjacks and stuff like that. This is the height of production for this area. Uh, the earliest written account of the Squonk comes from a book, William T. Cox, called Piercing Creatures of the Lumberland, the Lumberwoods, sorry, with a few desert and mountain beasts. I don't know why it had desert animals in it. It's from, I, I anyways, stop could staring it's, at Because it. it's fake. Could be. Um... But now, yeah. So the legends. So this thing is disgusting, utterly disgusting. Our legends hold that the creature's skin is ill-fitting. Uh, I mean, we have a Great Dane, kind of like that. You know, really a lot of skin that just doesn't hang on to the bones, right? Uh, but it's also covered in warts, kind of like a wart hog. And it is show it's so ashamed from its appearance that it weeps every time it sees its reflection. Uh, hunters who have tried catching squonks have found the creature is capable of dissolving completely into a pool of tears or bubbles when cornered. A man named J.P. Wetling is supposed to have coaxed the creature into a bag of which then when he carried it home, it suddenly lightened. Upon further inspection, he found the remains was a liquid remnant of the sad animal. Uh, in 2015, a version of Fearsome Creatures, the same book, uh, was released and basically re-showed the squonk more as like a pig or a warthog. Um, 
But yeah, add tusks, the crooked eyes, four legs, you know. Yeah. That is the squonk. The squonk. Lacrumbius desovian. Okay. So, uh, Comments about the squonk. Well, I'm taking note of the tears and the puddle of itself. Just taking note. Okay. Um, Do I you have questions? I mean, that's why I asked. If you have questions. Oh. And you said, just taking notes. Oh, no. Not really questions, I guess. Okay. Uh, well, I don't want to ask too many questions right off the rip. I don't want no, to dig into it. we can come back to it. We can yeah. come back to it. I think we can come back to the ones. Um, but I think I've heard of the squonk before, possibly. But I don't know. Or have you heard of something similar? Similar. See, yes, I don't know. Because I will tell you, on at least one of these, I have done that. Okay. So you're, okay, that's all right. That it's not quite what it seems. Notes taken. <laughs> All right, you want me to get mine next? Yeah, one? go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Um, two words. Okay, I'm writing them down. Corn wolves. Corn wolves, like shadow wolves? Yes, I think. Maybe, I don't know. But corn wolves. Are, is this from the Ty, the Tyga Valley, West Virginia? Uh, so? No, so from Ohio, I know, but okay, go on. Sorry. Well, no, um, it, it ranges. So there's stories, these has, have been going on... Uh, since Scandinavian immigrants came over from, well, Scandinavia, but it seemed this Scandinavia, it, the Scandinavian peninsula, like oh. so Norway, uh, the, Sweet, it's, it's it's Sweden, couple, and uh, I think it's Sweden. Is it Poland? No. I don't think Poland. Okay. Um, there's a third one. I don't think it's Poland. Poland's down by Norway, Germany. Sweden, and Netherlands is probably up in there somewhere. Okay. All right, I don't continue. Know. That's Scandin Scandinavian peninsula, the Norse places, you know. Um. So, but it's actually a German legend. It came from, it's, the German legend is called Roggenwolf, which meant rye wolf. And this was like these, they're described as like spirit wolves, almost like werewolves. But they roam in, they, the Roggenwolf came from the rye fields. They would roam in the rye fields. And that's where the Roggenwolf came from. But now that they're, the you're legends double, have kind of. You're doubling of, back on that an awful lot. So, well, I'm just. That's, the rye wolves came from the name of rye, right? Because the rye wolves lived in the rye. Because exactly, but now we're here. Now we're here in the U.S. where the stories have followed and the sightings have followed, and they've become like the corn wolves, the corn spirits. Which I don't think, but they still retain the name the Roggen wolf, which originated from the rye. Okay. Which is why I kept repeating it, not meaning to, but trying to get to that point. But but it, so it's a German legend, but it seemed to center around here in the u.s around scandinavian immigrants and these have been you know back from when what 1700s there's not no recent stories but the story is uh um these spirits that's what i want to refer to them as the spirits but they that's because that's how they're described as but werewolf like um are they, they on four or are they in two legs to bipedal okay bipedal. okay um and they uh live in the cornfields they say and any uh, children, they targeted children. Children that wandered in the cornfields would go missing and they thought it was these beasts that were taking them. And so they were warned to kind of stay away or stay out of the corn. Um, but they range from all the way from, I think I said that, from Minnesota mm -hmm. all the yeah, way to did. Pennsylvania. So from here and there in between. Um, what else did I have about them? Um, nothing, nothing really recent. The stories have kind of died. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. The children wandering these uh, 
cornfields and they get snatched up by these corn corn wolves that's what they're called you have the biggest crappy grin on so, your face i just like saying corn wolves yeah because it's not real is it or isn't it i don't think it is but we'll continue but, can, uh, but that's pretty much the legend of corn wolves um german Did you legend. say the word in germany was Roggenwolf. like as in ragnarok um r-o-g-g-e-n okay Roggen no, g which i think it's i think Roggen was rye is german for rye it's where they got rye wolf from i'll have to look that up on the, on the intermission and call your bluff all right go ahead what the hell was wrong go ahead um i don't have any questions right now about corn wolves i'm trying to be very bare bones basic about all these oh i i last I, so i think my issue yesterday and we talked about i have a lot of information on all of these right and i kind of pulled some back I, well, I was thinking, like, if we have too much information, this is going to be, like, a three-hour episode. No, I don't think we'll, we're two in, or we're three in, we're halfway done, and we're only at 15 minutes. Oh, that's the fun part. It hasn't even come yet, though. Okay. Where we get Trying to call each other liars? Yeah. All right. You ready for mine, next one? Yep, do number two. Her the hoo-hoo. The hoo-hoo. Hoo-hoo. Okay. Um, often being described in similar size and stature to a very large bear. The hoo-hoo has also earned claims that it has glowing red eyes and horns. His name implies... Um, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, sightings of the creature have... Oh, okay. Sorry. I missed a line when we were doing stuff last night. I was deleting stuff, and I think I deleted a one too many times. <laughs> so, my apologies. The creature is found uh, through the Ozark Mountains, Arkansas, Oklahoma, that kind of stuff. Um, so it is found in the Ozarks. Um, it is also just said to have extremely bizarre vocalizations, being a blend between a wolf howl and a hyena laugh. So it starts as kind of a, a howl and then goes into like a cackle, is what I would describe it as. Um, the hoo-hoo has also earned uh, similar monikers like Nightshade Bear and the Devil Cat. Uh, skeptics have claimed that the sightings can be attributed to mountain lions, bears, hogs, large cats, and dogs, and possibly even bison. Uh, a lot of describers describe it as a big cat or a dog okay. or a bear. I've even heard the bear one with horns, and they're not like these big giant horns. Or they are tight. I get the bison thing because it's like the little tight horns. Stop staring at me. <laughs> um, <laughs> adding uh, credence to the hoo-hoo. Is some reports detail uh, explorers of Daniel Boone. Ooh, Ooh, I know who that is. Claimed to have countered the beast with sightings uh, continuing ever since, and there's still modern sightings. Catching some doubts on the hoo-hoo, however, is the various incidents that have debunked it as part of a hoax. Yet the incidents haven't slowed, or the, the witnesses haven't slowed down witnesses claiming to have seen the beast. Mm. And this was in Arkansas? Yeah, uh, that's a good chunk of its range. Arkansas, Oklahoma. Okay. Uh, the Ozark Mountain Range is really okay. where it's seen. Uh, a good place for a liar to hide. Yeah. We don't talk about the Ozark Mountain Range a lot. We talk about the Smokies and the Rockies. That is true. I didn't know where the Ozarks were. When that... the, the one that goes across the state, the mm. countries. When I was watching that show, The Ozark, I don't know if you've seen that on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Pretty all right show. I mean, um, So it's the Ozarks remind me a lot, and I've been down the Ozarks a lot. Okay. They remind me of a younger Appalachia because uh, it's relatively speaking the culture is more newer than appalachia okay a lot of the same remnants like a folk the folklore and stuff is very yeah. similar the people act very similar and in, in a good way you know i enjoy both mm-hmm. appalachia i enjoy the ozark mm-hmm. area uh 
But yeah, the Ozarks just seem to be like younger Appalachian culture. Okay, gotcha. So there are similar myths in Appalachia to this. Gotcha. Oh, is that a hint? Maybe. Maybe, maybe not. I could have just ripped one from Appalachia and moved it over to the Ozarks. And gave it a hoo-hoo kind of name. Mm-hmm. All right. Any questions about the hoo-hoo as of now? No, not right now. Okay. Taking notes. Taking notes. Um, all right. My number three. All right. It is the Mommy Valley Mud Monster. The Like Mommy as in the river. Yeah. Okay. Um, sightings are from the late 1800s to early 1950s. Um, it's described as seven to eight feet tall and covered in mud that's constantly dripping from its body. So it's like wet mud, not like, well, I guess dry mud's dirt. But I've heard stories of mud-covered things, but they dry. I think that was yeah, the Stone Age. Yeah. This one was described as constantly looking wet, like it's constantly dripping. Um, first seen first seen around the river, um, the Maumee River. It was first seen at a nap, or was it... Said it was like a park, but like a provincial park, not like a national park or anything like that. Like, almost just like something that... you know the name of the park? Mm, no, because I think it was... This is back in is 1800s. This, is this Maumee, Ohio, or Maumee, Indiana? Uh, Ohio, I believe. It's okay. the Maumee River. Yeah, but they... Um, I mean, the Maumee River goes... True. Extremely into Indiana. Okay. Well, I'm assuming Ohio. Oh, my gosh. We're gonna I need say, to know. We're going to say it trans... Versus both. Because this sounds like a rip up the Big Muddy Monster. The Big Muddy Monster? Mm-hmm. Maybe it is the Big Muddy Monster. I think it sounds like a rip. Um, where was I at? The, uh... Line. So there was a... Po- <laughs> there was a... Po- <laughs> in the middle of a lie. Um, there was a park, and it was... I don't. I guess it sounds like it was privately owned or something, because it said, uh... Like a trailer park? No, like a park where people would have picnics and stuff is oh. how they described it here. Like, on the river. Like, it was a nice place where families and stuff would go. But I guess it sounds like there was these, it, there was a clearing at the river, but then there was uh, woods, and people would go through the woods, and on the other side of this woods was another clearing, but it was more private. And people would go there, you know, together to get away from their families or their groups. And that's where the first sighting was reported, that they were on this other clearing, and they said, you know, it was dark but it was still light enough they could see and they said they seen this creature come up out of the river like kind of rise up out and come just start walking towards him um bipedal creature i think i said seven described as seven it's a very very like a wet sasquatch i guess yeah is what you would describe it as and uh they said uh that's where the initial sighting happened it rose from the waterline and approached the couple and was advancing towards them and then that's when they fled. They fled back. And this was reported multiple times. And then the that same encounter. As something coming towards them from the river. And it was a dripping, muddy creature. And so they they fled. And the last reporting um, was the early 1950s. And then... Oh, I was going to... And then that park has been closed. Like, it's not... I don't know if the guy that... Whoever owned it or something closed it or shut it down or... Made it private property, but it's, from what I can find, it's not there anymore, whatever it was. So that's the Mommy Valley Mud Monster. Okay. And now you're number three. Mm. I'm just thinking about the Mommy Valley. Oh, yeah, you got more? You got questions? I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking. It sounds like a big rip. It almost sounds identical to the story of the Big Muddy Monster. 
Where's the big money monster? Indiana. Oh, okay. So it sounds like you just ripped something and moved it. Interesting. Because I did that with one of mine. Well, let's see what... Uh, Or did I do it? Or did you, yeah. I think you did. (laughs) Did I? I think you just admitted it. Uh, Anyways, I don't... I feel like I should ask something about that, but I'm just trying to think what to ask, because you have it pretty put together well. But I, it just screams to me, Big Muddy Monster. Like, if you didn't tell me what it was, I would assume you were telling the story of the Big Muddy Monster. Uh, okay. And, because it sounds very, very similar. I don't think the Big Muddy Monster had, because it had a, a boat launch, was the park that closed down. So you really, if you, di- if you didn't, hmm, I, if you, this is not your fake so I think somebody else faked you out. Gotcha. Okay. Because it sounds extremely similar to a real thing. Oh, to the Big Money Monster stuff. Interesting. And that's on Big Money River. The monster in itself. Indiana. Yeah. Gotcha. I think Indiana or Illinois. And maybe it's one of those two. One of the I ones. All right. Uh, all right. My last one, you'll be able to tell. It's my favorite one. So it could be fake. It could be real. Uh, I've been holding this in my pocket, though, because I love this. All right. Um, the Lake Michigan Sabertooth Trout. Sabertooth Trout. Yeah. I think it really should... I have a little... Anyways, it should be called the Lake Michigan Sabertooth Salmon, but they call it a trout, and I think it's because it looks... Anyways, we're get, I'm getting excited. Uh, it was very popularly reported in Lake Michigan commercial fishing fleet and from the 1890s to the 1920s. Um, so, this time, Lake Michigan was longlining and uh, for king salmon and lake trout. Um, do you know what a longline is? A what? A longline. Longline. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you stretch across the river. So that's, that's a surface longline. These guys are running these deep-set longlines, and they'd have some kind of chunk of meat or like an alewife on a hook, and they'd be like 50 to 100 hooks on this line. Yeah. Uh, oh, so it'd, have, okay. it'd be set in a set depth. It was very – it was – they don't do it anymore. It was a very common practice for commercial fishing fleets to do for targeting your king salmon, your coho salmon, and your lake trout. Mm-hmm. The lake trout was probably the least favorite catch. It, was just, it always has been. It's just not as desirable meat as king salmon. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the commercial fishing fleet uh, at this time, like I just described, we were targeting king salmon and lake trout using a long line system near the bottom. Um, a strange thing started occurring in the 1890s. A lot of king salmon and lake trout were coming up with these double punctures on both sides. So when fish come up that fast from the bottom, they their swim bladder expands. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, there's pictures of like king salmon that have their whole bladder out of their mouth. They started noticing that these fish weren't, and they had these punctures. So it was puncturing the swim bladder. Uh, you ever heard of a pararese in South America? I don't know. So they have two big long fangs like that that super freak they, okay. they giant scary fish they're called vampire fish and that's they they puncture swim bladders so they probably can't get away oh okay that's their whole thing so they start seeing these two puncture wounds on either side of the fish um the fish some of the fish did show signs of like thrashing as in something was trying to hold on to it there's not normally musky at that depth there are musky in lake michigan not normally at the depth they were targeting these long lines uh, shallower long lines that were targeting like lake trout and stuff would have musky catch but a lot of times it'd be like the friggin head of the trout's left normally a musky would take the whole thing yeah the musky's going to get the food he's going to get mm-hmm. um 
the saber-toothed trout itself was not seen. So they kind of, this rumor started going around of this big saber-toothed fish somewhere in the depths. Uh, the actual animal was not seen until 1902 when a commercial fisherman, Robert Kingsley, out of the Manistee Port, he uh, had a mysterious fish on his line. It appeared to be extremely large lake trout, and I mean big. It was like a five-foot-long lake trout. Okay. Uh, I've seen lakers up to four foot, which is just monstrous. I've never the biggest one I've caught was probably thirty-five inches. So three, three foot ish. Um, where was I? It appeared to be extremely large lake trout with some odd features. It had a hooked jaw, similar to king salmon get when they spawn. Um, but it had the bright red belly of a brook trout, with four extremely large fangs, two on the top, two on the bottom. Uh, Robert released the fish in fear it was a protected species and he would lose his commercial fishing license. Um, there was stuff that was happening at this time and people, we'll get to it, but this was right on the verge of the the first salmon collapse in Lake Michigan. Um, Didn't even know there was one. Yeah, I mean, th there's not commercial fishing on Lake Michigan anymore because of it. Hmm. Okay. Um, where was I? And so he released it in fear of it was protected, and when he came into port, he was going to pull his license because uh, he'd never seen a fish like this before. Uh, the fish and its tooth mar and its teeth marks uh, were have been claimed to be seen on long lines, on and off until the 1920s. A couple other people had reports of it being on lines, not having it caught or it breaking off and stuff. It was very large. It was larger than most of the stuff they were targeting with this equipment. Um, but it disappeared uh, in the 19, early ni or 1920, and the disappearance is believed due to the complete fishery collapse of Lake Michigan in 1921, which devastated all salmonids of the lake. Mm. So if it was a trout or salmon-like creature, there was a big collapse due to commercial fishing. Uh, and this was actually happening all over the U.S. We had it with the blue pike about the same time in the, Ma in the Maumee Lake, Mich or Lake Erie. We were just taking everything... And expecting the lakes to keep up. Yeah, right, right. And they weren't. Uh, I know king salmon and cohos and pinks. Like, pinks are still haven't bounced back from this. It's very, very hard to find a pink salmon in Michigan. They're still spawning, but it's just they've never fully recovered from right. this. They were wiped. And there was also gill netting for bait fish. So they weren't only just ta targeting the top of the food chain. They were taking hundreds of thousands of pounds of bait fish. Mm -hmm. um, you see how this one's my favorite yet? Right, yeah. That's a fish. Well, yeah, Jack, that's uh, all you need to say. There is, so there was a saber-toothed salmon that did exist. You've played Ark, right? Oh, yeah. So the saber-toothed salmon? Oh, yeah. That's a real creature. Caught plenty of them. Uh, Ortheranius, Ortheranius rachatuthus. Uh, this means saber, it means saber-toothed salmon. There's an extinct species of salmon. lived in the Pacific Ocean. Of North America, uh, the first salmon or first appeared in the late Miocene in California, and dying out sometime in the early Pliocene. Adults grew up to seven and a half feet long, and were believed to be androgynous, which you know, living saltwater and then going in. So the king salmon are like that too, but the Great Lakes act big enough to make it think that it's in the ocean. So king salmon to complete their normal life cycle need to go into the ocean, mm -hmm. not a lake. Right, to get be adults. Um. But yeah, it did have these two large fangs and the big hook jaw, and it had two smaller fangs on the bottom. 
uh, but adults were believed to be filter feeders, like, oh, what was it, Coho's. So even though they have this big, fearsome look to them, most likely they were plain carnivores. Okay. Uh, I think it's pink. No, it's it's Chinook. Chinook have the, their filter feeders. They have gill rakers to help filter feed. So it's a big salmon that looks gnarly. They have all these big, jagged teeth. But the it's big, jagged teeth are to, for defense. So this was a cousin of the saber-toothed salmon. That may be why all these trout and salmon were left alive, or on the line, is it wasn't attacking them for food. It was defense or territorial display. But get out of here. And when we salmon fish in the river, that's what happens a lot. We don't hook salmon because they're eating. You hook salmon because they're like uh, swatting at it yeah. to get it away. Interesting. That's my last one. All right. All right. That's your last lie. I may have two lies and the truth. And I'm getting art made of one of these. Emily wants me to get art made of the squonk. I want to get art made well, of don't be giving no anything the Lake away. Michigan saber-toothed trout. I'm just telling you. The hoo-hoo's kind of got descriptions everywhere. It's hard to pick. You got the biggest eye, or the tiniest eye's biggest smile. Because you're throwing, you're throwing information at me that's trying to throw me off the scent here. The whole thing has been trying to throw you off the scent. I know, and that little tidbit didn't help. Okay, so who wants you want? Why don't you ask me questions first? I almost just want to. Okay, I'm gonna break down. Yeah, break them down. Why I think which one I think is fake. Okay. Should I reveal which one I think is fake? You, it's up to you. Or do you want to kind of ask me questions and see if you can catch me in a double take? Okay, well, okay. There's a couple of them that yeah, I... Yeah, okay. okay. Which, which creature first? Okay, first one, Squonk. Okay, I'm on Squonk right now, my paper. I'm going to say that one's real. Okay, why? Just, I feel like I've heard this story before, which, and the name sounds familiar, mm -hmm. so I want to say that one is real. Okay. I just, I don't know. That's all I basically got to say about it. Okay. Um, what's next? It's the next two. I can't decide which one's the fraud of the two. Let's well, start. Let's... let's start with the saber tooth. Okay, saber tooth lake trout. Lake trout. This one I don't think is real. Okay. One for one cup. Okay, for a couple reasons. One, it's a fish. Okay. And you're really into fish. Mm-hmm. So you can be really into making up your own dream fish. Okay. Two, I think you said it had puncture wounds. Mm -hmm. Two puncture hole wounds? On the, on, so it had two teeth on top, two teeth on bottom. Okay. So, so it would be like so grabbing four. the fish. Yeah, so it was four, two, two fangs. I said two puncture wounds on either side of the fish. So, so it was like this. So where my discrepancy in that one is, you say it only is the, the teeth for defense, yet it had a bite mark implications like it was attacking yeah so king salmon do that uh, we were talking well, about other salmonids they will put their whole mouth on other breeders and other so when salmon breed and this is just i mean you can talk your money out of this if you want i'm not it don't matter but i'm just saying for real life there when fish go into the river to spawn there are lake trout in there mm -hmm. there are other species and they will bite as mm -hmm. a defense thing the whole point is the spawning bed is limited and you need to fight for your piece of rock. Continue. So, but that's why the fish were left when you, you know, muskie would take fish off the line. Well, yeah, yeah. I guess, uh, hmm. I don't know. That's just where I'm falling on that one. But okay. then there's the, but then there's the hoo-hoo. Mm -hmm. 
that I also can't decide if that one's the fake or not. Because I kind of feel like that one's the fake. Why do you think that one's the fake? Yeah, I don't know. Just something about it. There was just a lot of information. And it's just almost like it was too much information. It was just like something was just throwing me off. I just thought. What? Well, I'll get, do you want me to give you less information? I can give you a. No, it's just it's just my. I just got a sixth sense. Something's about the hoo hoo is, but it's the fish thing that makes me question too. Mm -hmm. So I got it down to those two. And I would pick a fish one just to screw with you because I know you'd focus on that one. And I know you would focus. You would have a lot you can make up about fish that makes mm -hmm. it be believable. What is it, what would I have made up about this? About the fish? Yeah. Um, not that you would make up other, other than that, it's things that exist, but you can squash Squ together. To, like being so. filter feeders and things like that, like, very believable. Or because it's real. The, the, the filter feeding on the other uh, sand. Right, no, exactly, like that's that. what I'm saying. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the fish. The fish is the fake? I'm gonna go with the, ah, fish or the hoo-hoo. I'm well, gonna go with the fish. Well, no, don't give your answer yet. Alright, alright. Think about it. Alright, I'll think about it. All right, and I think you've completely screwed me on this, because first off, your first one's not a cryptid, and this is a cryptid contest, so I don't know. I don't know the screaming meme. I don't do the paranormal stuff. True, I guess. And so I don't know if that's... That is true. I guess I can give you more info on that one if, it you, doesn't matter. if you want. Uh, I feel like the Mommy Valley mud monster, I think you may have gotten ripped on that one yourself. Okay. As it being a fake of a fake, or of a real thing. Cornwolves, I don't believe. Okay. And I don't know what about it. I just feel like we could have brought it up. or Because we've already done research on Dogman in Ohio and stuff like that. True. And I've never seen it pop up. True. So. But is that a credit to my research? Or no. a credit to just how many legends and mysteries there are Stop out there? Stop at the table. <laughs> oh, whoops. <laughs> Because you're getting nervous and you're starting to get all well, I'm fancy. A, I'm more curious of what you're going to pick. I got my thoughts. Because oh, two of them I did find research on. One, I completely made up. I See, I don't know nothing about the bridge. So in my head, I'm just I'm getting rid of the bridge completely. It's in between Cornwolves and... Mommy Valley Muddy Monster. Because I don't know anything about... I know there's 10,000 Crybaby Bridge-like things in Ohio. Well, that's and the... the weird roads and stuff like that. So it could be it could be fake. It could not be. I don't know. True. I don't... I just... I don't know. I feel like you've cheated me on this. Well, it, then, since you feel cheated, I will say the bridge is real. I figured it was. The bridge is the one in Tiffin, Ohio. That's the one in Tiffin? Yep. Okay. And that, uh, I wouldn't even found that if I did my research. Yeah, I know. Because I was doing cryptid. Right, I know. I thought it was in the cryptid area. Until you started reading it and realized and it was I'm, just ghost? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shoot. shoot. <laughs> I guess uh, so. So yeah, that one's Tiffin, Ohio. Okay. Real bridge. Real, and, and the stories I told you about that Are was real. confirmed by Tiffin residents. Okay. That I had at, at first, I read the article and said, "Is this real?" Like, and I said, I started reading off, and they, with everything I said, they nodded exactly. That's what the story goes around there, around the, the town of Tiffin. All right, so I'm gonna go. Cornwolves. 
Cornwalls is real. It is. Wow. So it was the Mommy Valley Muddy Monster. It's a fake. Yes. I'm going with my gut. Now. Did you rip the Minerva or the, so, the Big Muddy Monster? So, no, I didn't, which is weird that you're saying this. So Because you pretty much described this, the tale of the Big Muddy Monster. Which, which is really weird. So here's what happened with that one. I was thinking in my head. For some reason, Mississippi Mud Monster just sounded so good. And you put mommy in. And I was like, well, I can't do Mississippi, but Ohio River is. So I said, maybe in my head, I was like, well, maybe I can make the Ohio River. Say it just traveled up the Ohio River and it was sighting. It probably is this Mississippi. But I'm like, nah, it won't work. So I got on a map of Ohio, started looking up the rivers, and I found Maumee River. First, I looked at the big ones. That was the first big one I saw, and it started with an M. I'm like, oh, perfect. And to be fair, I did say I thought it was fake. Yeah. But I thought you got one pulled over on you. Right. That you were pulling one over on me. So so good job. I made that good, that good job. I mean, it was it was good. I mean, um, but the fact that you said that the thing that there was a park that closed and that there's some boat that, launch. It was a boat launch park. That's weird. That's, I mean, I really thought I really I really thought you got ripped. That's a weird coincidence. I thought somebody on a on a forum put something about this thing yeah. and it was basically copy and paste from the you know the big money monster story to something about. So now I need mommy. to look up the big money monster more, and maybe it's something stuck in my like subconscious I knew about. Well, good job, you got me. Okay, more about corn wolves. Like, so let me is look. that is that fully real or? So here I looked it up and um, remember I told you about the. Uh, the German word mm-hmm. um, was Roggenwolf. So I'll read you the description on Roggenwolf here. The Roggenwolf, or Cornwolf, spelled with a K in this one, but it has Cornwolf. Like, okay. Um, is a field spirit shaped as a wolf. The Roggenwolf steals children and feeds on them. Um, sometimes the Roggenwolf is equated to a werewolf. But it's like a... It's, I want to say it's like German folklore that made its way here. And I, I don't know if it's necessarily real, but it's real folklore. Does that make sense? Yeah, I get you. I, 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 that's that's the part of the premise. It doesn't have to be real. It needs to be real folklore. Right, yeah. And I, yeah, I agree. Well, good job. You got me. I, you got me with the Cornwolf thing because of the name. Uh, and you, then once I saw that name, I'm like, this is it. Yeah, and yeah, I took the bait. The Cornwolf. All right, so do you have any more questions about mine before you make your final guess? I'm changing mine to the hoo-hoo. Is the fake? Yeah. The hoo-hoo is real. Dang it. It's the fish, ain't it? It's the fish. I was should have trusted my gut. <laughs> I knew I shouldn't have switched. That whole time I was in there and switching it. All right. So you know the hoo-hoo <sighs> by its other name. And I purposely changed the name to its less popular one. So what's the other name? The Ozark Howler. Oh, okay. And I almost had that missing line. Was that? I left a piece of it in. And that was and you almost, the, almost gave it away. Yeah, because it. it, it's pretty aptly named. It's in the Ozark and it howls. See, I thought you erased that line. That was actually one of my comments, but I forgot to say it when you were reading over it and you paused and you said, "I thought you were about to reveal something that you had written and edited," and well, then I, you're like, eh, it, "That can't work for my story." And I, I, I did redact a lot from this original article. Mm-hmm. I got the hoo hoo stuff about, but it is called a hoo hoo. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is, it's probably second most common name. And it's because one of the calls is like, that classic kind of cat, almost howl. Okay. Uh, the big cat noise. Yeah. Um, and it is reported a lot of times as kind of cat-like, 
uh, a lot of depictions, if you look at it, like just type in Ozark Haller, you get this basic black cat with horns. And that's not the very good description of it. That's not a good representation. It's more of a bear okay. with uh, a couple of horns that makes ungodly noises. Um, it's not your it's not your typical Black Panther, even though a lot of people kind of lump it into that group. Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically, the noise you can I could see that very much being a Black Panther. The actual sightings of the creature are not. It really it kind of seems like a bear. I'm more of a bear type thing with me. Okay. And it could be a bear, but yeah, the Ozark Haller has a long-standing tradition. I'm a upset. I should have trusted my gut. And then... I knew the squonk. That... So the squonk um, is the... I mean, I've told you about the squonk. I just didn't know you are going to remember about it. Or yeah. Not. Well, once you said the crying... Yeah. That... But that's the one Emily loves. Uh, there's a couple books about the squonk. Um, yeah, I mean, I pretty much told you everything. And then the fish. 100% fabrication? There's not a real thing in it. I didn't think so. Besides, there is. Besides the, uh, the actual saber-toothed salmon existing. Okay, I gotcha. Um, so that was there, was no, there was no fisheries collapse of 1920. I never knew if there was commercial fisheries in Lake Michigan for I was salmon. Gonna, you, say, you said something, too, about, yeah, like 1902. Yeah. It was like a very specific date. Was because like, it was a date. I know, but it was like so specific. I'm like... Hmm. But yeah, um, there I, there's nothing there. There's nothing. There's not a real lick. I used fake names, Robert Kingsley, because it's one I could say easily. Uh, I there was not a uh, there. I don't know if there was a salmon fishing collapse in the early 1900s. I know there was one later on, because uh, there is still issues reverberating from that currently. I think it was in the 60s or 70s. I don't know if they ever commercially fished with long lines. I just threw a lot of stuff I knew yeah. together, and you almost got me on it. I know. I almost. That's what I was. I was. I was. Ah, I should have trusted my gut. You should have. You had so much information. It was all fish, like fishing related. And but I'm then like, you could be like, wait a I minute. Mean, that would be so easy for me to research if I got the line. Oh and yeah. It was kind of. I did look, cryptid fish. Yeah. I did look up cryptid fish, and there's the one, the bouncing one from ice fishing. Oh, yeah. Uh, the rubber fish. Yeah, there's the bastigator of Arkansas. Or, no, Louisiana, Louisiana, or bastigator. There was a couple fish cryptids I could have gone with. And I thought about doing them all as fish cryptids. That would have been good. That would have definitely... Uh... So you, I got you. Yeah. You got me. So congratulations to we both, both of us. Well, that, all right. This is fine. It was... I, I had fun with it. Yeah. I think I could definitely go... I mean, It's a good trial run with it. Yeah. And... <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't know if you want to call it cheating with me using the second most popular name for the Ozark Haller. But I knew... Wait, I, I just said so. the Ozark Haller. Oh, yeah. That's a name. No, I don't think it's cheating. I and think then, it was... Um, the Squonk, I mean... That one I heard of. Yeah. Because you told me in conversation before. What was your favorite of the ones you had? Uh, Cornwalls is kind of fun. Yeah, I'm, I've never really heard it before. And I yeah, thought it was, it was like, neat. I didn't know. I Like I said, I didn't know. I forget what I Googled to find that to stuff. To get Cornwalls to pop up? Yeah, I, don't, I have no idea what I remember. I remember I started Googling some weird stuff because I was trying to find cryptids of Ohio. and like. Oh, did you get the screwy Mimi? Local. My girlfriend, actually. Oh, that's why I was thinking yeah. because she's from over there. Yep, yep. And so... And... And it was weird, like, 
she told me about it, and I'd heard about it before, but I'm like, all right, let me just Google it real quick, yeah. see what comes up. But that Black Swamp Paranormal, mm-hmm. uh, they did They a video, had the Screaming Mimi? They had the Screaming Mimi video. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They had some descriptions. The guy on there said his account, what he experienced there. Oh, awesome. Okay. And that was some of the stuff I was reading like, to you. Like, I'm not... Everybody at home, this we will do get into some paranormal stuff. I'm not a par- big paranormal person. Mm-hmm. Because I've lived some of that stuff, and I don't want nothing to do with it. Not because I don't believe in it. Right. And some, I think some people I've met have the idea that I don't believe in any of it. And I think it's quite the opposite. Right, yeah. That's why I don't like messing with it. Yeah. <laughs> is, I believe in the beehive. And I believe you kick it hard enough, you're going to get stung. Uh, Good analogy. Way to put it. Uh, I'm not one of the guys that don't believe in it. But, yeah. I don't look into it, though, that much. So, right, yeah. It was the past. Mommy Valley Mud Monster you did really good on because I really thought somebody ripped you. Yeah, that's weird. Especially the park, the park thing when you said that. I'm like, what? So <laughs> I will, I will take the fact that you probably didn't know about the uh, big muddy monster and you probably didn't screw me over on purpose. No, I don't. What's where's so it's in Indiana. I think it's Indiana or Illinois. I mean, I don't know hundred percent on that. I just know. I googled Mississippi Mud Monster. That's what popped up. Uh, like, nothing popped up for that. But type in the Big Muddy monster. Big? And the Big Muddy's the river that it's kind of... Oh, okay. See, I just went with Muddy, uh, Mud Monster, because it just, it's fun to say. See, and that's why I thought somebody was ripping you, because it was so close to... Yeah. Big Muddy's the river the monster was seen in swimming in. Mmm. Oh, yeah, Big Muddy. Oh, yeah, it is Illinois. Illinois, okay. I couldn't remember. I knew it was one of the I ones. Um, I think the one I looked up... So, like, I looked up, there was a mud monster, and that's kind of where I got the, okay, the description, at least. Mm-hmm. I kind of got, like, an idea. I mean, it. it's a very, but a Bigfoot-like thing covered in mud, yeah. yeah. And a lot of that I made up when I was sitting in your living room earlier, and <laughs> and right <laughs> here I was finishing up some other stuff right before we started recording. I can't believe you almost caught me. I, I wish I would have trusted my gut on the fish, though. I just knew it. What gave it away? Just the, the amount of detail? I think I was just thinking in my head, okay, he's going into a fish one. I First of all, I had not heard of this one yet. If we had to get art made of, well, obviously, so those are color I've always loved. Yeah. Uh, the squonk's kind of a cute thing. I don't care for it too much. It's yeah, kind interesting of, it's, art. I don't know. It's kind of a thing. I don't care for it much. It's it's completely, as far as I know, it's always been completely fabricated. Oh, okay. Uh, it was just kind of a... A tail. I think lumberjacks would find like puddles in the forest. Uh-huh. That's what they said. It was because the squonk was crying. Either a squonk was crying or probably an atmospheric jellyfish yeah, melted. I, yeah, it could be the, either. Um, the Lake Michigan saber tooth trout. I want artwork done on. I was gonna say if I would have had artwork of anyone, it would be that one. Yeah. That's uh, where you threw me off at the end there too. What? Having the art made. I think when I have art made of it. Why not? My my fully fake cryptid. Yeah. Why not? Let me make sure it's not real. I never even typed it in. Because <laughs> I just went with it. <laughs> that's how my, the Mississippi, or the Mommy Valley Mud Monster. Yeah, but now that's what made me think about it. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah, I was just making that, because I thought of it last, last night was when I was like, I need to think of my fake. Because I had the other two ready to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the fake was the hardest one for me. Yeah, it's like, okay, well, I, I, th- and I thought it was going to be the easiest. And then I'm like, okay, let's. What do I need? I need a name. I need a name. And I'm sticking last night. Well, this is the hardest part right here. 
But I just wanted to start with a name, and then I'll just go from there. And yeah, that's what I came up with, and just try to create a story that would sound believable. Yeah, there's nothing about it. Oh, sweet. Okay, so 100% fabrication. I wanted to make sure I didn't fall asleep watching a documentary or something. Right, yeah, exactly. But I could have done the same thing. <laughs> and then, well, we already talked about the hoo-hoo, is that actually the Ozark Caller has long-standing history of sightings and occurrences and stuff like that. Um... But yeah, I think this is fun. I think this will be a good game to play, I guess. Oh, definitely. And I'll do like our normal episode and then play it. This is, I think, a little longer. than I think next time we'll do it when we have a guest. I think we'll, we'll do one pres- one yeah. real, one fake. Maybe next yeah, time. Okay. With three of us? Yeah. Well, I don't think they'll have anything. I think we'll present to oh, them. Oh, to them. Okay. they'll have to. Yes, yeah. yeah. Oh, I think that, well, I like that one. If we did one real, one mm-hmm. fake with that, that would do be good and i may even bring back up an old one we've used and see how good of a listener they are oh yeah test their the leak michigan saber-toothed salmon no, i picked saber trout i picked trout to help throw you off because i knew you played arc yeah and i didn't want the full connection of the saber-toothed salmon even though it was real yeah it's real on that game it is mm-hmm. i mean no i mean it's real it was a real animal right yeah the yeah. saber-toothed salmon did exist huh. and they were filter feeders which is pretty cool to think about. Uh, and the, that's why they never survived after spawn, even if they made it back to the ocean. Mm. It's because their jaws were so warped up from breeding. Yeah. They couldn't eat again. Oh, wow. All mm. right. Well, I think that's I think that's pretty good. Uh, Hope you guys had fun with listening to that one. Yeah. Hope you, your guesses are right. Oh, and please, if you want to submit a uh, a fake cryptid for this game we can use, please do. Because the fakes are a little harder to do. Yeah, and they're fun. We'll read them off. We'll yeah. see if uh, anyone can guess your fake. All right, guys. I've been Justin. And I've been Jay. And you've been listening to Cryptids of Corn. We'll catch you next week. Bye. You've been listening to Cryptids of the Corn. Be sure to join us in the next episode where we tantalize your intellect and expand the horizons of your mind. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we really appreciate it. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Until then, stay magical. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.